0: Right. Hope you guys are feeling amazing, healthy, happy, and today talking about naming your juice bar. Now, I want to start out by saying that this is an important conversation, but I also see that sometimes people overthink it. So, I hope that by the time you're done listening to this episode, you have clarity around it and it's simple. Don't spend six months trying to figure out a name. You've got a lot of things going on. Uh, because a lot of you know, I make this example, which you know sometimes people don't think about. But if you consider some of the biggest companies in the world, let's think about you know Starbucks. What's a Starbucks? I don't know what that is, but it really doesn't matter at this stage. Um, you think about Nike. Some people now know that Nike is referring to. Uh, I think it's a Greek god or Egyptian god, but. People, most people don't know that, and it also doesn't matter. Reebok, you know, th- there's certain companies that are huge that don't have any. Their name has no implications to what that business is or does. And so, um, I'm not recommending that you guys do that. And I'll tell you why is because it, it's just more expensive to build brand awareness about something that people aren't clear about. And also, we live in a day and age right now of search and keywords, and if people want to find things, uh, having clarity on what around what you do in your business just makes it easier for them because we just have so many decisions to make. And so with that, I do recommend that you have some sort of connection to your product, whether it's... You know, if you're making a acai bowl company, it could be so-and-so acai or, you know, something smoothies or, you know, juice lab or whatever the names are. And I'm sure, you know, these companies exist. But having that makes it easier on your customer to know who you are and what you do. But don't overthink it is, is really what I'm getting at. And so let's talk about some of the principles of naming your business. Some things that I would say are do's and don'ts and then also ways to really come up with a name that might help your creative process that I generally utilize when I'm coming up with business names or creative names for drinks and so on. So the first thing that I would say is that you, I wouldn't recommend that you do is don't have a business name that has too many words in it. Ideally if you can have a business name that has two words great. If you have to start to get in the realm of three and four words for your business, not the best idea. Um, Because it just becomes a mouthful and it's overwhelming and then just even space on your signage. There's so many things around, you know, these huge words. One thing you will notice is that a lot of the biggest companies in the world are single word. Names Apple, McDonald's, uh, like I said before, Starbucks, Nike, Reebok, Adidas. These These are single word businesses. Now there are other businesses that are, that, that are very large that do have more than one word, but you generally don't see companies out there that are massive that have three words as part of their name, the name of their business. And so avoid that. Next thing is thinking about the spelling of the name that you're using. Because once again, just from a practical level, it's not a great idea to have a business name that's hard to spell and when somebody says it and they say, Oh, the business name is so-and-so, and people might try to search for it later but if it's hard to spell they may not find you so just for the sake of being searchable think about something that's easy that sounds clear that people also will understand how it's spelt when they hear the word really really important the next thing that i recommend that you don't do and people still do this and it's not to say that it's you know that you can't but i just feel like it's something that i i have a preference against and that's having business names with a per- the owner's name in it. So if my name's, you know, I'm, I'm Andrew, and if I was, you know, saying calling it Andrew's Juice Bar or Drew's Juice Bar. Now the reason I don't like this is because it really starts to make the business all about me, and it gets to the point where people are gonna people are gonna expect me to be there. If if I'm liked in my community, which is great, and in the first phase, it's really awesome, but what happens when I want to open up two stores and people are walking into my store going, oh, is Andrew here? And, oh, no, Andrew's not here. Andrew's not here right now. Okay, well, I'll come back. Where is he? They. If you become your brand and you can't separate yourself from your brand, it gets, you know, it can be taxing to grow your business if you're the only reason that people come to your juice bar. And when you start to put in your name in the business, people expect that. Now... I also think that there's more creative ways. I just like businesses that live as an identity separate from any individual. Not to say that that there aren't big companies out there with somebody's name involved. It happens, but it's not that often. It's you know, in terms of the percentages that I see, you know, maybe it's of the time that you see any companies that are substantial out there with somebody's first name as part of the actual company's name and brand. And so I usually recommend steer away from doing that if you can, uh, and usually you can. Uh, So that's my personal perspective. Also looking at uh, just availability. At this stage, it is true that finding original words and names just like finding one-word websites is just and nearly it's actually impossible at this stage Um, and in terms of looking at social media handles and other things you have to make sure that you can access the domain your Instagram your Facebook all the all the networks that you're going to be utilizing and so that's a practical thing it actually just has to be available so it gets harder and harder as time goes on to have you know an original and available name But I'm going to next give you some strategies in terms of how you can potentially approach this. So one thing that I'd really like to do is really create word mashups. If you have to create an original word, then think about two words that you can put together. So for example, everybody's familiar with the company Microsoft it's Microsoft the name comes from micro trip and software that's what they focused on and so Microsoft makes sense and when I say that word you know what I'm referring to you would know how to spell it everything is clear but it's in reality it's a made-up word and so you can consider uh, with you know running through some words that you identify within your business and creating a word mashup together to create this whole new word but it's also a word that's indicative of what you do as a company so overall, that's one strategy that I like to use. And there may be other ones that you guys come up with. Sometimes I like to do word associations. I'll get on thesaurus.com and put in a specific word and see what are all the other words that also relate to this word. And then I can do a mashup with those words. It's really just about having enough variables and word associations with your core mission, your products that you serve Um, you know your values things like this and then figuring out maybe two words or one word that you can hybridize that you can put together for your business name and then ultimately making sure that it's available and you can get the web domain and the Instagram and the Facebook and everything else so I hope this helps you in the process and eases the tension but like I said before don't overthink it you've obviously got a lot of things to think about your name is important but a lot of times it's not as important as you think because you as a business owner and as you build a brand, you will make your name mean what it means, right? The value that you bring to your customers, your your branding, your execution, everything will make that word mean what it means because language and words are alive, words change their meaning based on how people use them culturally, so on and so forth. And so realize that you can make your business mean what it means, but be practical in terms of people's search awareness, people re-communicating the name. Because sometimes if names are hard to say or they sound strange and people don't want to mispronounce them, they won't, they won't say the name to some you know one of their friends because of just that reason, insecurity. And you want your name to be able to easily go viral, basically to spread and proliferate in any environment. So you know reduce any obstacles to that. All right that's it. Hope you guys are well. Hope this helped as always. Uh, this is Andrew with the juice bar experts podcast. If you ever need support, you guys can reach out to me personally. I have a, if you guys don't know, if you're new to this, uh, podcast, we have a whole consulting agency, and we help people launch their juice businesses, from developing their menus to all the way to you know training their staff on site and everything in between. So, if you guys need support, you can reach me personally at Andrew at StarterJuiceBar.com. We'd be happy to discuss how we can help you out. And as always, wishing you guys a lot of success in your endeavors. And we'll see you guys at the next episode.